Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of Sun and Ginger. I'm your co-host, Alex G. Quinto, here with... It's me, Sam. What's going on, guys? Yeah, what else is new? I don't know how long this episode is going to be. Well, we got some good stuff here. We need... No, I can't say it. I don't want to sound desperate, but we need suggestions. Yeah, we need feedback. We need something you guys want to hear us talk about. We'd appreciate it, too. We love talking about random stuff, so literally give us anything and we'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, let me – should I ramble off these topics? Yeah. All right. So we're going to lead off with what we ended with at our last episode. We're going to talk about these game results. Um, Our second topic is going to be, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? And lastly, we're going to talk about the death penalty. (laughs) I like that one. I like that one. I guess we're getting serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not getting serious. It's just it's a good thing to talk about sometimes. All right, Sam. Yeah, so let's let's talk about these results real quick. This first one, I, I'm going to be so upset. You said he's a male singer. Doesn't sing anymore. Favorite flower is a rose. I, 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 I what does that mean? Um. So what I did was I based my hints off of names of songs. Okay. And without telling you the person yet, uh, one of the songs he has is Bed of Roses. I don't know if it puts two and two together for him. Oh, shot down in a bed of roses. Who sings that? Uh, Um, Loves being wanted. Wanted, dead or alive. It's Bon Jovi. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's Bon Jovi. Oh, my God. That's horrific. I should have known that. When I say he loves prayer, it's Re- religious saying. guy, so living on a prayer. I get it. Living on a prayer, I get it. it. Are they stupid and cliche? Probably. Yeah, that's very. I'm upset I didn't get that. I guessed Freddie Mercury and Elton John. I was way off. I, Elton John's not terrible. That's not bad. I love Elton John. All right. Well, my one that you didn't get to refresh. I said it was six three. Yeah. Two twenty. Mm-hmm. BCS champion 2010 and um, leads the league in uh, all time. You guessed running backs, all time receiving yards, average at 96.2. I was 100% thinking running back from Alabama. Yeah, I mean, it it is Bama, but now that I've said receiving yards, you got to know who it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, well, I guessed Mark Ingram. Derrick Henry wasn't on the team at the time. The other back was uh, Trent Richardson. Yeah. But when you say receiver, the one receiver we all think of is Julio Jones. There it is. I I did not know he was 6'3". He seems bigger. He seems like he's 6'6". I would agree. I would agree. I mean, he probably has a 40-something inch vertical. He has to. He's got hands of gold. Do you see in that NFL thing, they were, like, talking to a bunch of receivers, and they said, like, he got named multiple times in, like, top five, like, all time. Already? Like, Devontae Adams said he was in his – Julio Jones was in his top five. He's 30, right? He's – yeah. There, really quickly, I'll pull this up. I saw it, and I was like, wow, like, this is pretty crazy like, that people are nominating Julio Jones as, like, their top receivers. Hold on. Where I mean, he's sick. All right, ready? Here we go. So, Keenan Allen said Randy Moss, Cherry Rice, Terrell Owens, Larry Fitz, and Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Devontae Adams said Randy Jones – Randy Moss – Terrell Owens, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones. That's kind of crazy how they're both playing right now. He put Julio Jones in that category. 
Let's see. Uh, Demarius Randall said Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitz, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, pretty common. And let's see. Mike Wallace said Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Jerry Rice, Julio Jones, and Calvin Johnson. I loved Calvin Johnson. I really did. I hate how he, re he retired so early. That's unfortunate. He retired so young. Well, I mean, he had a lot of things going on. He had, didn't he have like head injury? He had something going on. Realistically, he was incredibly smart about his uh, future. Yeah, man, man, his brand took off. What a heck of a player. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's go on to your second person you got me with. This is unbelievable. Female considered athlete dated an NFL quarterback. What quarterback did, did this person date? You said as a girl. Who did she she's date? Dating. She's dating Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, that's great. You said dated. He's date. She is currently dating. I know exactly who it is. I don't know. If she's. I don't know if they're still currently dating. I know Aaron Rodgers has a bunch of family issues because mm -hmm. he's not the best guy. Yeah, I mean, people say he's like you know top quarter best quarterbacks. Not a chance. He's good at being quarterback. He starts at being a good guy. Yeah, know. whatever. And loves wearing green. Explain that. Oh, so her sponsor is GoDaddy. Oh yeah, Danny Patrick. She was always wearing the, uh, it's like a neon kind of green, like, suit that she, or like, you know, whatever she has to wear. Yeah. Um, NASCAR driver. I don't know if there's any other females in NASCAR that might be. Yeah, well, Danica Patrick looks great in green, so that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I don't need, is she, I don't know if she's even still racing. I don't follow NASCAR. Neither do I. I said it was, like, considered a sport because nobody up here cares. Nobody at home. No, I don't know anyone who follows NASCAR up here. If you do, congrats. Shout out. It's pretty yeah. tough to follow. Yeah, good for you. If you're, I'd rather watch paint dry. Yeah, and then you got my last one. I did. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. It, what's his last name? Uh, Boseman? Boseman? I thought it was Bowman. It's Boseman. It's close enough. But, uh, yeah, congrats. You won. Awesome. Really his new movie. Which one? 21 or whatever was it called? That's right. What is it? 21 Bridges. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Where's a cop NYPD? Yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on the first one. I'll get you on the second one. Yeah, well, we'll bring it weekly. Yeah, why not? Yeah, every Monday. I like that. Does that sound? That sounds fun. I like that. All right, so let's get into the first thing. So as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up, Sam? Uh... Define child. Um, so obviously, like every like little boy wants to be like an athlete or like a movie star or whatever. So let's put it in like your in like your like seventh, sixth, seventh grade. When I was younger, I didn't want to be an athlete. Really? Yeah, I wanted. I was huge on dinosaurs growing up. Okay, so like a paleontologist. I wanted to be a paleontologist. Yeah. Any relation to Ross Geller from Friends or no? No, I hate Friends, and I never want to watch that show again. You're bugging one of the best series of all time. It's literally the It's like a normal life. It's the same episode every single time. That's terrible. I don't like the show. It's the most overrated show on the planet. It's just a bunch of people hanging out in an apartment having an unrealistic lifestyle. But I wanted to be a paleontologist. I love dinosaurs. I always wanted to go to Africa and dig up. Some bones in Egypt, you know, discover a new dinosaur. I mean, I guess that's pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. 
No, yeah, it's kind of unique, I thought, because all, all the boys would play, you know, basketball player, football player. Yeah. But I was different. I guess I was more realistic. Is yeah. that even more realistic? I don't, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. What did you want to be? Obviously, wanted to be like a some superstar athlete when I grew up or whatever. But you know that that's not going to happen. But um, <laughs> in like middle school, towards the end of middle school, when I got into high school, I loved working with kids. I always was like, I got some ever like in in elementary school, I got selected to work with like special ed children and like help them with their stuff. I did the same thing in middle school. I was tutoring in high school, a little bit, you know, underprivileged children. I wanted to be a pediatrician. How old were you? Um, I really wanted to do this in like eighth grade. So what is that? Like 14? At least you were realistic about something. I mean, yeah, I went for it in college and I started my career as pre-med, but that just wasn't for me. But it was a shame. I mean, if I could, I mean, I just figured out like, why not? The best way to work with kids is to help children like in with their health. But yeah, you know, thought that would have been cool, but you know. Very sweet of you. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought it was a guy. I always thought, like, it was crazy. I actually liked going to the doctor's office sometimes. So just to, like, talk to the doctor. Because, like, I don't know. My pediatrician was a really good guy. He's like a family friend. And I, I don't know. He just was a nice guy. And he showed me a lot of cool things. And, like, you know, he knew the, like, the simple complexity of the body. And All right. What? No, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, as you make a weird face at me. Viewers, just so you know, Sam secretly hates me sometimes, but, you know, it's whatever. Jumping out the zoo, we're seeing in red, we're seeing blue. Here we go. I got this kid on a Travis Scott trend. I'm really happy about it. Astroworld, like I said before, I think it was podcast maybe one or two. Best rapper of this generation. I can't even believe I started listening to him and I'm obsessed with him. Yeah, you're welcome, because he's good. Oh, God. The guy makes no, good music. Every time his voice comes on, like that little... Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's making yeah. me feel uncomfortable. But, yeah. I, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> or when he goes, straight straight up. <laughs> Should I feel that he's, like, ready to pop off? <laughs> oh, God. And Quinn was like, Whoa. Oh, my God. Screaming, and I'm jumping in my room. This is not part of the topics, but really quick. Let's talk about ad-libs, because... There are some crazy ad-libs out there. Like, for example, what are the Migos members' names again? You got you got Quavo, you got Offset, and you got – what's the third guy's name? Takeoff. Takeoff. And <laughs> Takeoff's famous ad-lib is Momo. <laughs> That's his ad-lib. Yeah, I – it's creative. It really is. Saying mama you know, in a deep voice is creative? I mean, yeah. Like, would you call, uh, like, if, if you're thinking of that, would you think, like, Usher's, like, Usher, Usher, you know, like, Usher, Usher. Yeah. It's, like, you know, like, it, it's it's creative. I guess so. If you, no, some of the funniest things I've ever seen, if you go to YouTube and you watch um, the Migos do carpool karaoke, they all do, like, their ad-libs, and they add it to songs, they added it to Sweet Caroline, I had never laughed so hard in my entire life. Quavo sitting there going, I lost it. It still sounds good, though. Well, I mean, like, they just, I guess they know what they're doing. No, yeah, they can easily get away with it, too, so. Oh. Oh! That's like, that's like their big one. Look at my dab. Oh! I'm trying to think of other artists that have, like, insane battles. Um, 
recognize it, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I don't know. But all right, let's move on. I was going to make a joke, but I like, couldn't follow through with it. I was hoping you'd pick up on it. What were you saying? I said Mad Libs as like a joke. I'm not laughing. Yeah, because I didn't follow through with the joke. Why don't you follow through next time? The audience wants to hear it now, so you got to do it. I went fun to that. Why don't you make a free throw with your eyes closed? Oh, yeah. Real original. All right, well, anyway, while I got this time on the mic, really quickly, I want to shout out Revolution Strength and Conditioning. I jumped on their live stream that they're having weekly at 12 o'clock. They are doing live training for free. You can join the session on their website at revstrength.com. It's, um, it was a great workout today. They basically are doing it without any waste. If you don't have any like access to them, I was drenched after it. It really kicked my butt and great workout, great people. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. They, you know, they got good jokes and we just have a good time. Uh, you know, Derek and Eric are on that place. Great with their other trainers there. I know they got Melissa and they got, uh, Leone. So it's going good. And I uh, can't wait to continue to do it. It's a great workout. It's a great thing to do while I'm inside compared to what I was doing. So I'm really happy with it. Feel free to jump on that. Yeah, just to add on a tiny bit. Uh, I'm not a member, uh, but Mel was nice enough to have me come and do sweat classes with you guys. Um, they're, they're the nicest people. Yeah. They, they really kick your ass. They really do. Oh, they do. And let me tell you, Derek, Derek is one of the smartest people I know. That guy knows every little bit about the body and how to just tweak you to make it so painful, but like in a good way. They're get, like This opportunity, like you, you always see like the trending things on Twitter where it's like before and after being in quarantine. Yeah. You're skinny and you're fat. No. Um, they're, they're literally giving us free online sweat classes, you know? Yeah. It's tough. And to take advantage of stuff like this, and they're being really nice about it and giving it to us for free. So I said you guys should take advantage of it, and let's get in shape together. Yeah, for real. Let's get in shape together. I like that. That was good. You know what? I'm this dog. Did you really? Let's hash this this out right here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they they um they develop. If you're looking for a gym to join once this you know whole corona thing's over, they. They personally work with you. They customize. They create your own workouts, your own plan to follow for months on end, and they're constantly continuing, like you know, updating it. And um, yeah, they're just—they know exactly what they're doing, and they're great people. It's a great environment to not only work out but have fun. So shout out to Revolution Strength and Conditioning. Thanks for everything you guys do. Looking forward to the workout tomorrow. Lastly, you ready? Yeah. The death penalty. This is kind of like a. A darker topic that we've had on the on the podcast, but ever more serious about the topic. I don't hit me with it, Sam. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the knowledge to really <laughs> give a good explanation on how to describe any of the situations. Um. Murder's never okay. Rape. But obviously, so what, but no. if, if, if someone were to be granted the death penalty, what would they have had to done? You see, like, that's where I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I don't know in general. I don't know if I think it should be a real thing. Uh, it depends. I personally don't know if somebody should, like, they should die. 
like you you don't want to see them live. Yeah. But I don't know if actually killing them with like either lethal injection, um, the other methods that they have. I don't even know if they even use the chair anymore. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent positive. They, I know that they, they do lethal injection. Um, I don't know what they would have to do if they did do it. I would say lethal injection. I don't know what you'd have to do though. I don't know where the line would be crossed. Yeah. And that's where I think it's it's a big. It's not it's not an issue. It's just an interesting topic. Yeah, I mean, I I hear where you're coming from, and I feel like if you're doing if you do something that's just so wrong morally wrong or just you know like i've been in, not involved i've witnessed a situation where you know a crime was committed a dear friend of mine and you know love this kid to death this phenomenal family like just you know great person all around and you know one of their family members was a very unfortunate incident to be involved in and the person that committed the crime was okay. granted the death penalty because he committed the same crime somewhere else where they actually charge they don't charge it here in new jersey but it was somewhere else and that's where they do it. And it's it's at a time like that where I see, like, when I have firsthand not – I'm not going to say firsthand because I'm not even, you know, I'm not a part of the family. But I have just secondhand yeah. experience of seeing something like that happen. It's brutal. Like, you know, the toll that it has on not only the family the, but the community they're involved in, it's, it's a scary thing to see. And you want to see that person who did this feel the pain that they're feeling. And – at the same time, it's like, is that same pain death, or is it, yeah. you know, lock them well, away forever? That's the life behind bars. Yeah, know? like, you know, you don't know what's worth it. Like, does this guy even deserve to breathe the same air we do? It's weird to think yeah. about, but, like, in that sort of scenario, like, I'm in, I'm, I hate, I'm in favor of it, kind of. It's just because, like, to see what it does, it's terrible. Yeah. What something like that can do to just, an innocent person like that, phenomenal kid, had left a legacy like no end. Just be taken like that for for such the wrong reasons, you know? What would you say if somebody's argument was, let's say somebody was murdered. Um, I don't want to like bring a scenario because I don't want to like put it in anyone's head. Uh, somebody murdered a lot of people. Yeah, sure. Right? Yep. What would you say to someone if they said, we shouldn't do... Lethal and like we shouldn't have a death penalty because what would make us friend from what they've done? Do, do you know what I mean by that? That's where I I agree with you. I think that's a good I, way to look at it. That be a valid argument like with like moral standards and like a universal code of what of what humans are responsible for. What would make us better than them if they killed someone and then we sent them to their death? You know? No, I I agree. It's it's such a scary thing to think about how that's even you know it was a thing and it still is. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. It's it's scary because like you know we we perform the same action that they did. Yeah. Is it is it like as brutal and I I don't I don't know what how to answer this. Yeah. So hopefully I never have to send somebody mm -hmm. to their death and I'm on the jury. But like, here's like a, here's another scenario, like to bring up like a, an historic event in the past, like nine 11, say, you know, the person that crashed into one of the towers, as terrible as that sounds, somehow like survived or whatever. And they get them. Yeah. What do you do to that guy? 
I don't know. Hundreds and hundreds of people passing you away don't, from that. You don't want to see them live. You just don't. Yeah. God forbid you knew somebody during the 9-11 attacks, but you don't want to see them living the same on the same planet that you are. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know, like, if I had to give the death penalty, that yeah. would be one of the more realistic examples of somebody deserving. But again, the question comes, where do we draw the line of who's deserving? Exactly, because like another thing about like this topic, it's a little more uplifting, is that like, you know, when you see something like this happen, you see like a rise in the people. And you yeah. see like like when like when nine eleven happened, you know, the flag standing, you know, the community, the the country coming together as one, saying, you know, we're stronger, you know, we're ready for this, like, you know, we could take on anything. And the same thing happened with that other scenario that I mentioned before. The same thing's happening today with the coronavirus. You saw the the boat come into New York City and Manhattan applauded the boat for 30 minutes straight while they blasted God bless America. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's sometimes that like unfortunate scenarios like that bring together us as a whole. Yeah. And I, I think agree. that's like a beautiful thing to say, even though it comes from such a drastic event. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I remember from like talking about this? What? The Green Mile. Oh my God, dude. Phenomenal movie. It's a great movie if anyone's seen it. I would I would very much suggest watching that movie. It's honestly terrific. Yeah. Uh, I know it's different now because I don't I don't know what year that movie took place in. Yeah, that was a while back. That was younger Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know like what year they were portraying in the movie, but times are different now. I don't know what the state. I believe the death penalty is a state. Uh, yeah, regulated by the state. Yeah. A federal thing. So, I don't know which states have it, which don't. I don't know where they draw the line. It would actually be pretty interesting if we, like, looked up, like, if we researched it and, like, talked about it, like, next week. Yeah, I think that's something we should definitely talk about. Maybe, like, you know, come like, back with, like, some... They'll have it and where they draw the line. I'm familiar yeah. with, I believe, like, Seattle. I know Seattle has it, I think. So, Washington? I believe so. If I'm... I mean... I, I, I don't. We definitely I don't have to know. look this up. It's definitely a good thing to look on and see like how many states actually have it and what states are like boycotting it. Well, I wonder why. Well, then that makes me question. Like, I wonder why Washington State decided to keep it while other states decided to get to rid ditch of it. it. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. Like, was there one circumstance where somebody did something terrible and then they decided to keep it just to get rid of that person? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But it it's it's pretty interesting. Definitely, so. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, How much time we got? We got about seven minutes left. Oh, okay. We actually had a pretty solid episode. Yeah, I know. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, we got some, some freelance time. You want to just rattle off like, just random talk right now? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, good God. Yeah. Is there a God? Uh, no, that's not. That's not going to be on here. Um, I just I want to talk about it just a little bit because I think it's getting pretty, pretty crazy. Somebody's somebody's like off season moves. Uh yeah, you want to talk about like random stuff? You want to talk about like, like the Dolphins or something? Oh, forget the Dolphins. The lost cause. It's my favorite team, but a lost cause. That's a bummer. They should just do, they should just do Miami a favor and close the stadium. Broncos are going eleven and are going to win the AFC West. You said eleven and what? Five. Yeah, and so they're losing the wild card. We're gonna get a first round bye and losing the divisional. That might be even worse. I don't know. 
So let's talk about some of these big moves. What do you think about DeAndre to Arizona with Kyler Murray running that running that team? I just saw like five minutes ago. Um, somebody was describing the Texans locker room and like the coaching, like what they were doing. Yeah, the ru- the rudderless ship. Yeah, rudder. Was it rudderless? The word, the term here, it's rudderless ship. So I'm assuming what, that there had what, to be some kind of. Is the rudder the thing on the back that helps control like the? Yep. Back? Oh, yep. am, am, I, am I right there? So, that makes sense. But, I don't, what's Bill O'Brien doing, man? What uh, is he doing? I don't know, man. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins for my dad, DJ. I love David Johnson. But I, know, I feel like he's seen his time, though. It's so off. Hopkins is a, what, top five receiver? Top three? Who, DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, he's a contender to be the number one receiver in the league, arguably, yeah. if you really want to argue that. I think what? Michael Thomas, Julio, and freaking DeAndre? I would say I would, that would be the top three. I'd, I'd 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. Michael Thomas is just on some different level right he now. He had a phenomenal year. He's a freak of nature. Cat does 18 balls a game, so I don't. He's, yeah. he's somewhere. He's easily like number one, number one pick in a PPR league. No, it's fair. It's really fair. What about Todd Gurley to Atlanta? I I think he was signed for pretty. I think he's making like thirteen because I I know the Rams still owe him money. Yeah, they got to finish him up. I he fell off and like he fell off a pretty big step there. Yeah, I mean coming off that injury, but I still feel like that's a pretty big role that he had to fill. It's still it's still Todd Gurley. I know. Like it's a big game. Sure. Matt Ryan's going to throw him at least 20 balls. Oh, of course. He lost throwing to his running backs out of the backfield. Uh, They don't have Devontae Freeman. Who was their other back? Uh, Edo Smith? Edo Smith. Tevin Coleman was there a season ago. He's on the Niners now. On the the 49ers now. Yeah, I just saw, I think, Travis Benjamin's on the Niners now, too. Which is interesting. And Sanders went to the Saints. Man, that's crazy. He had a good year with the Niners, too. Yeah, the Broncos traded them in the, in the beginning of the year. That brings even more power to the Saints. They're going to make a run next year. They're due, man. Drew Brees deserves one. He's got skunked like the last two years. I know. I can't believe that one call against the Rams. That was ridiculous. They, they just laid out one of the receivers. And I that literally that. set like a major president, precedent in the NFL being able to challenge calls. Yeah. Like imagine going back to that play and that being allowed. The Saints would have won. Well, that call changed how the league, they then put the allowance of challenging pass interference calls. Yeah, that's crazy. Greg Zerliner to the the Cowboys? What'd you say? Greg Zerliner Zerline to the the Cowboys for a three-year deal? I I saw some kid saying how, like, he missed, like, the second most field goals last year from a kicker. Yeah. But he also kicks, like, nothing lower than 50 yarders. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy's got a leg. He, they call him Greg the Leg for a reason. They don't put him in to kick, like, a 65-yarder. And there's a high chance of him nailing that. And, like, there's a good chance he'll miss. I mean, like, 50-50, you'll take it from 65. Yeah, with him kicking the ball, I would. Yeah. But then, like, uh, like, I think it's a great signing. What about look at this Eagles looking uh, looking at Sammy Watkins? That's interesting. I remember him saying he was going to try to take a year off if they won the championship, which they did. Yeah. Or super. Um, but I don't know if, if he went to 
the Eagles, they do need wide receiver help. Yeah. So Geronimo Allison to the Lions. Raiders. What did you say? Nelson Aguilar is a Raider. Yeah, I saw that. What about Geronimo Allison and the Lions? He might be a good fit there. Isn't he like he's a big body? He's a right? big he's body, a, yeah. I mean, he didn't they, do he didn't do much for Green Bay. What happened? They have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., and Geronimo now. Yep. That's not, that's not a bad wide receiver core that's at all. That's not a bad core at all. And, I mean, he I, I don't remember him doing too much for the Packers, but, I mean, he's still a body you got to watch out for, I guess. Rodgers would spread the ball around. He'd have, like, a good game every, like, four or five games. You know, he'd like, be the huge goal off. Future Hall of Famer, Xavier Rhodes to the Colts. It's a, it's a one-year, right? One-year deal. I mean, what did you play, safety? Yeah, that's interesting that I see the Colts signing two guys that are, like, you know, very close to retirement, along with Phillip Rivers. Isn't, what's his name, Sheard? Isn't Sheard on the Colts? Yep. Isn't he, like, a safe pick, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, he's good. He, I think he had a good year last year. Yeah, no, he's very good, very good. He's, his career's not over. He's still, he can still play very well. Oh, Absolutely. Cody uh, Latimer to the Redskins. Uh, I don't. That's irrelevant. I think. Yeah, he was. A, he was a Bronco. He, he signed the jump last year, and then now he's a Redskin. Very interesting. Yeah, he's a Redskin though. Just good for him staying in the league, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, giving him another shot. I mean, Brashad uh, Perriman to the Saints for a one-year deal, eight million. Eight mil. That's a, that's a big contract for a year. For Brashad Perriman. Yeah. The receiver. Yeah. Remember he ran like a 4-2-40 and everybody was like obsessed with him? Yeah. Jadavion Clowney rejected the Dolphins for a $17 million 